Grizz in his car on his way home from work, talking to all his friends, and it's all happening in his car. Boom, 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 boom. Welcome back to Grizz in his car driving home. Today's episode, I'm recording live from Iceland, the land of ice, home of the Vikings. We uh, we got some time for me to have a quick chat with Paul and a nice little conversation with Gabe. Chat with Paul is not very long. I caught him while he was at work. Uh, but then me and Gabe get into classic TV sitcoms. We're going to talk about that. We'll also get into a couple other things. Before we get into it, I just want to give a disclaimer. If you get butt hurt very easily... Or if you find making jokes about things that aren't jokes inappropriate or wrong, I will advise you not to listen to this episode because we're going to talk about something that is clearly not a joke. And I just, we joke about it. I joke about everything, you know, I could die and... I'll come back and haunt you people if you don't make jokes about me after I die. Things that you shouldn't joke about are things that I joke about that I find funny. I understand they're not funny. If it's gonna hurt your butthole, then don't listen. Don't listen to this episode. Maybe stop listening altogether. Because this is a show where we say and do things however the hell we feel like it. Because that's my God, God-given right as an American. And... Quite frankly, I don't care if it hurts your butthole, but just so I don't have anyone calling me and complaining that we're telling jokes about things, uh, that's, don't do it. I don't, don't, don't waste your fucking breath telling me that I said something inappropriate. I know what we said was inappropriate. And it's obviously not a joke. And I don't believe the things we said. We were talking in hypothetical situations because this is somewhat of a comedy show. I guess the whole show is a comedy show. My whole life's a comedy because if you've taken anything I ever say literally or seriously, then you're a goddamn fool. And maybe don't communicate with me. Don't listen to my show. So I'm going to get That's my seriousness for today. Now, go listen to the show. It's going to be interesting to say the least. And like I said, if if you're offended by anything I said, if you're like seriously offended where you're going to be like appalled and never want to speak to me, then just don't even waste your breath telling me that. Just go about your life because you're not important to me. Now, if you like if you want to comment or say something we said was wrong, we should have said it a different way or maybe not do it like if you're going to be a little lighthearted about it, but it's kind of serious, like, go ahead, cool, say it. I'm all for feedback, but if you're just going to be a uh, jerk-off and get your butthole hurt by something I said on this show, then go fuck yourself. And that's all I have to say, and we're going to get right into the show now. Holy. Hey, I'm at work. Oh, man, I wanted to do uh, a recording from Iceland, because it's Monday. How, how, are, uh, how are things in Iceland? Iceland is, uh, it's, it's 
very green. Oh wow, um, that's that's weird because there's a place called Greenland. I bet yeah. it's icy there. Do you know what these Icelandic people have been telling me? Are you are you driving a car in Iceland? Yeah, I rented a car. Okay, good because I hear your blinker. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, how does the sound sound? Uh. Fine, I guess, besides all the pillaging going on in the background. Yeah, well, you know, Vikings. Um, when are you back from Iceland? I will be back from Iceland on Thursday. Well, I'll okay. be back on Wednesday, but I won't be back to record until Thursday. Okay. I, just, I was just curious. Well, I guess I'm going to have to find another Icelandic guest for that. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I wish I could join join you and hear all about the trip. It's fine. Um, Gunner Gunnerstall Airlines. Maybe if I can't find anybody else, I'll just do this little five minute. Just let everyone know I'm alive here in Iceland. You should send me your uh, anchor info, and then me and Gabe can guest host your show. I like that idea, but there's a system in place. Is there? Yeah. I don't think you understand the system. I I mean I, I also host a podcast. Yeah, I know, but I have I have a system for how I do things on the show. Okay. Not for the recording. The recording you can do whatever you want. If you and Gabe record stuff and then just send me the record you could share recording files. Okay. If you interview people and record it, I will put it together whenever I get a chance. I'll tell Alice I need to take a dump or something. That's funny. I'll send it to you. I got to run. All right. Love you, buddy. Have some fun buddy. in the States. Have, have a safe trip back home. Thanks, friend. Gabe, welcome back to the show. Oh, Hello. And uh, so you're going to be on two episodes in a row, huh, buddy? I know. You called me. I was coming out of a deposition, and I'm on my way back to the office. Oh, awesome. Did you, how'd, how'd the deposition go? Did you get it? Uh, Do you have a little uh, digital camera that you record the guy with, like in suits? Nope. <laughs> no? No. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, a little bit. Now I feel like not a real lawyer. So how do you record your deposition? You don't record them. You have a court reporter that like types everything down to a transcript. Oh, see, when they did it on suits, there was uh, a digital camera set up on the person they were deposing. Is that the right way of saying that? Yeah. All right, yeah, the person they were deposing. Yeah, you depose someone. Yeah, so, uh, and then that's, that's how they would record it. Okay, interesting. I've never seen that show. It's a really good show. Is it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. I mean, I've never seen it. I uh, I very much enjoyed it. That's how I got through. Because uh, when Amazon has this show called Sneak, uh, Sneaky Pete, you ever hear of that? Yeah, I've heard of that. So uh, my girlfriend Alice got me turned on to that last year, and we binge watched it. And then I was depressed, as I normally am when I'm finished watching a show. So I needed a new show. And she looked on Amazon Prime and she was like, oh, it's a good show. You'll like it. And then next thing you know, I was like, 
I was in heaven because it was like six seasons. The seventh season was on air, so as soon as I finished the sixth season, I started watching season season seven on on demand. All right. Yeah, so I went through like seven seasons in like a month. Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Yeah, I, when I oh when I start binging, that's it. I dropped my life. I would only dinner. You're just completely in. Oh yeah, when I when I go all in on something, I go all in. That. <laughs> All right. I mean, some people have passions. Other people have TV. Oh, yeah. TV TV is a passion. Are you, like, you're super into TV? Oh, I've always been super into TV. TV has been, like, I wouldn't say it raised me because my parents definitely raised me, but I'm probably as close to the cable guy as a person would want to be without getting over the edge. Okay. All right. I can respect that. I would spend hours just watching TV land. Like, the old sitcoms are my favorite. Oh, which one was your favorite? Happy Days. Really? I love the old sitcoms. My favorite my favorite TV show might be Cheers. Oh, that's a good one. But Happy Days was a great show. And then uh, I really like Laverne and Shirley and Sanford and Son and The Jeffersons. Those are good shows. All the Family. The- I got, the Jeffersons was my favorite one. Was it? Yeah. Was it because it has a really good uh, theme song? Uh, yeah, and it's also what inspired me to, you know, reach out to the sky. I wanted to get a piece of that pie. Is that why you became a lawyer? Because George Jefferson started a cleaning business? <laughs> yeah, and you became a millionaire. Uh, you know, Jefferson's is a spinoff of All in the Family, right? Yeah, I know. All right, I'm just making sure. Oh, yeah, so is uh, Maud. Well, it's been off of all in the family? Yeah. I didn't know that. I never Maud was. Maud, I wasn't really into Maud, but I know that Maud was a spinoff. I do know, and then there's Maud. Yeah, but I was more into the Jeffersons than I was all in the family. All in the family is funny, but it's funny in a uh, racism kind of way. Jeffersons is also funny in a racism kind of way. Just yeah, against and then- white people. And then Good Times is a spinoff off the Jeffersons. Is it? They're all connected, dude. That's awesome. That's like uh, Happy Days. Another reason why I really love Happy Days. Because Happy Days spun off Laverne and Shirley. It spun off uh, Mork and Mindy. And it spun off Joni Loves Chachi. I like Joni Loves Chachi. Do you? Yeah. Did you like Charles in Charge? Charles in charge. Yeah, I did. It's a really great theme song. Uh, I like Joni Likes Chachi because did you ever watch like Dodgeball? <laughs> uh, ben Stiller goes, Joni Loves Chachi. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Happy Days, like, just a good show. The Fonz comes in and he hits the jukebox and he grabs the babe and starts making out with her. And it's not rape. Because everybody wants to make out with the Fonz. I like Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler's a great actor. I, I like him even more after uh, Waterboy. Oh, yeah, he was great in that. He was really good in Arrested Development, too. Did you know that the Waterboy was filmed on my college campus in Florida? Where'd you go to college? Stetson University with John Cale. Is that how you know John? Yeah, that's how I know John. That's how I met Paul. Well, I, I knew that. I knew you met Paul because you were friends with his brother. 
Yeah, but I met John in college. All right, that makes sense. I was wondering how we got associated with people from Queens. Yeah, and then we went over to Paul's house to watch football or wrestling. We wanted to go watch wrestling. Yeah. That's how I became friends with Paul Kale. He was mean to me at first, and then he liked me. I mean, all fairness, I think we were all mean to you at first. Yeah, it's slowly, the tide is slowly turning. Well, I'm still a dick to you. Uh, there's like two or three of you guys that are still like really mean. But, uh, yeah, we we started our friendship out with me, Adam, Paul, and CJ making fun of you. On Paul, Paul was trying to defend you. Me, Adam, and CJ were just ripping you apart on our podcast, and we had never even met you. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. You were, bot, uh, you were a bot and a weirdo. I miss that. I miss being... I was the president of the bot and the weirdos. You were the president of the bot and weirdos kayfabe only brother fan club. Yeah, oh, that, that show died. And now you're our goddamn lawyer. It's not that, it's a hiatus. Hiatus until when? Well, the last couple times we recorded, it was like four in the morning when we were all drunk, and it was unusable. Let me guess, if it got really, really racist and really, really... Oh, no, it's not unusual, unusable because anything we said was wrong. It was unusable because we were just drunk, and it was not something any human being would want to listen to. <laughs> That's funny. The last one we did, it was four of us drunk watching uh, The Finger Pump of Doom. We watched, oh, that, yeah. we watched that whole pay-per-view. Well, not the pay-per-view. Was it? Not the finger poke doom. It was the pay-per-view leading into the finger poke doom. Okay. Or was it? No, it was the finger poke doom. We watched that whole nitro, that whole entire episode of nitro. And that's what inspired you guys to start that show. No, that was the last time we recorded. And I don't even remember listening. I think last no, time it, it didn't go on the air. We recorded that, and then I listened to it, and I, I said, yeah, this is not something that could be used as an episode of anything. I think I was on one episode where you guys asked me if you could be liable if a rape happens because you advertised it or something like that. Oh, somebody came up with the hypothetical question that if you advertised free rape and someone came in to get the free rape, would it still be rape? Wait, to get it or to participate? To participate. Like to perform it? Well, they want to get these hands. Yeah, you, you would be liable. Well, if I had a sign, I don't, can't believe that this question came back into the play. Goddamn good game. This is why you're not on the show all the time. We're going to keep going with it because Chris in the car driving home steers away from no issues. So the question was, to protect people's names and likenesses, I'm not going to say whose question this originally was. We all know who it was. This, this was an episode where you guys were recording without me. Because I was doing laundry or something, and I, I popped up halfway through, and this is what I walked in on, which you have in this argument. The question was, if you advertised free rape, and someone came in for the free rape, would it then be negated as rape? No. How is, how is that not negated? If, if you willingly went in there... Oh, said, like you're going to get the, you're going to get it? Yeah. I don't like, want to say because like, I'm on the streets. Like, if you're... <laughs> if 
you're if like say I opened up a storefront, I rented out a storefront, and I had a big neon sign that said "Free Rape," and someone came in and said, "I'd like me some free rape," and then I raped them. Yeah, but by definition, it wouldn't be because they want it. So like say say Paul came in and said, "I would love some free rape," and I raped Paul. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna take you a while. Yeah. yeah. There's layers of fat I gotta get there to find this butthole, but I'll get there. So say I'm raping Paul. Jesus Christ, I can't believe this is a conversation. All right, so I'm raping Paul, and then Paul ends the rape and says, "Well, I'm suing you for rape because this guy raped me. How is that my fault? He came in willingly asking for me to rape him. No. I can't believe I'm defending rape in this scenario." Because he consented to it, so it, there it's is the, none. So it's negated. It's no longer rape. Well, it's not that it's negated. It never existed. It existed when I put up a sign saying, I will rape you for free. Now, like, the difference would be, like, if I pushed Paul, not me, but someone pushed Paul in there and he wasn't willing and he still did it, then it would still count. Well, yes, obviously, whenever you rape somebody who's unwilling for the rape, it's rape. That's, yeah, but that's if, the definition of rape. But if Paul was just pushed, if Paul just walked it, waltz in. Yeah, like, he, I imagine he's flipping a coin, walking down the street and whistling. <laughs> he's whistling, maybe twirling a cane. Twirling a cane or flipping a coin up and down as he walks and he sees a sign. And this, and this is like a silent cartoon also. He sees a sign and his eyes pop out of his head. And he goes, wow, free rape. I'm going to give me some free rape. And he comes in and he says... Oh, boy, I'd love to be raped. I say, so right. Paul is Steamboat Willie in this scenario? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. That's exactly who Paul is. He's, no. he's, the, he's essentially the original Mickey Mouse. I mean, then it wouldn't be. Like, you could advertise a fantasy, I guess. But then you're going in. It has to be really free. Like, you can't take money because then you're going into, like, a bunch of issues that way, too. Well, because then it's prostitution. Exactly. Unless I film it, then it's, then it's just porn. Yeah, which is art. Apparently. And then the only thing you got to worry about is SAG coming at you. <laughs> yeah, for that dental care and health care. Well, I'll get... I'll give Paul some dental care. <laughs> Alright, we're done with the Raven Pauls. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> and then now is the disclaimer. Yeah, and now this, this I have clearly, to go back into my office and act like I didn't have this conversation. Yeah, only because this is 2018 and people get butthurt over everything. I need to just... I feel like the people listening to my show know that this is a joke. This is obviously a joke. Nobody's raping anybody. Nobody would ever put up a free rape sign, and nobody would ever be stupid enough to see a free rape sign and go in there to get raped. Unless it were a silent cartoon. And we both know that rape is not a joke. No. We both, we both take it very seriously, but we are students of comedy, and... <laughs> are we? Where did you study? I just told you a minute ago. This is I led into this with how I, I'd spent years of my life in front of a TV watching sitcoms. So you're a disciple of George Jefferson. Sitcoms and talk shows. Yeah. And I yeah, exact I blame all in the family and I blame uh, the Jeffersons for their blatant racism ruining my life. And that's so if you have any problems with me talking about rape as a joke, which it's not, again, 
disclaimer, rape is not a joke. And if you don't like me talking about things that aren't jokes as jokes, maybe go fuck yourself. New topic. If you could be anybody from a sitcom, like a famous sitcom, like a lifestyle that you could live, who would you choose? Adam West Batman. That's not a sitcom, though. Anybody from a sitcom. Yeah. So it's my brain in this character's body. Or like a lifestyle, yeah. Alright. I would probably choose uh, Clark Kent from Smallville. Again, not a sitcom. I just wanted, I wanted superpowers or cool gadgets and you're screwing me up. Alright, so then obviously the answer that's tough... Uh, George Jefferson is pretty cool, but Fred Sanford owns a junkyard, and that, uh, that's a good one. That just writes the comedy itself. I have two. I have three choices. I would choose. It's between three. Uh, Norm Peterson. Norm Peterson. All right, that you, you, that's who you would choose your fantasy life to be. Yeah, man. Just go sit in the same seat at a bar every day and spend your entire day and night there drinking. Yeah, but, like, it seems like, yeah, but Norm doesn't have to worry about rent or worry about anything. That's all he has to do. Well, he does. Yeah, he literally, he's, he literally he takes a job. A, jo- a job as a painter or something at one point in time. Okay. Or Doug Heffernan from the King of Queens. You get to drive a truck, deliver packages, and bang and Carrie whack- Fisher. Yeah, well, Carrie Fisher. That's not her name. That's the lady from Star Wars. No, Leah Remini. I don't know why I thought her name was Carrie Fisher. Oh, because her name's Carrie on the show. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond. You get to be a sports writer for the New York Post? Yeah. For Newsday. Newsday? I thought, oh, well, whatever. One of, one of those fake newspapers. Well, Newsday's real, but yeah. They're both fake news. Yeah. I only get my news from uh, Breitbart and Infowars.com Prison Planet. Mine, my news only comes from Q1043.com. Oh, that's not a bad place to get it from. Or, the, or their Facebook or Instagram page. If Q1043 doesn't post an article, then I'd assume that it's not real news. New York's classic rock? Yeah. That's not bad. They're was... a trusted news source. Are they? They are. They've never lied to me. <laughs> Fair point. And I don't I think got, I'm really... I got a whole I got a whole episode with Steph about uh, babies' names because of Q1043. Because they posted two separate articles about two ridiculous children's names. If you, I'm not going to explain it here. If you want to hear about it, go back and listen. Steph came on because she's a new mother. Oh, the had... lady that was on the airplane. There was a lady on an airplane, and there was another one, a lady who found out that her friends were talking shit about her for the choice for her baby's name before the baby shower, so she canceled the baby shower. Their, I, their names were, the first ones was Absidy, which was spelled A-B-C-D-E, and the second one was Sebastian Senator, something Sebastian, Senator Sebastian... Esquire or something like that. Squire. Squire Sebastian Senator. That was the kid's first name. 
So that's so go back and listen if you want my thoughts on that. And Steph came in as a mother to give her expert advice because she was dealt with the task of naming a baby. Well, we all know that Paul named that baby. No, they agreed. I suggested a few names, but I was ignored. I suggested Frankenstein. I that's a good one. After after the monster, the scientist. After the kid from Big Daddy. The monster's name was not Frankenstein. No, you know, the monster's name was something else. The monster's name was Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. I don't think he ever ever was given a real name. He might have been. I I slept there in that book. And be, by, I mean, I slept there in that book. I never read it. And then when people were reading their book reports in class, I slept through that too. I wrote my book report off of Sparknotes. Off of Frankenstein? All, all my books, all my book reports in high school I wrote from Sparknotes. That's funny. Oh, all of them, yeah. I, I was a straight C student because of it. <laughs> Were you? Straight C? Yeah, I had C's, I had C's every, every English class, I, I believe. Except maybe for freshman year. Freshman year, I think I might have got... Uh, be the one semester because I might have actually read a book. Did you but, know Frankenstein was based on a true story? Uh, I, no. I remember because I saw it on an episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, <laughs> there was, you know, do you remember Legends of the Hidden Temple with Olmec? Yeah, obviously. So there, there was like one episode, and I remember this like clearly that. They had to get Mary Shelley's, like, notebook. And apparently the reason why it was so famous is because Mary Shelley actually saw Frankenstein's monster and then based the whole book on it. Hmm. Olmec's never lied to me. He lied to them. Fuck, actually, the host lied. One of them lied to them fucking kids. It was Olmec. He would lie to those kids every episode. How? Every episode, he would tell them the way to get to the the thing they were trying to retrieve. And he it, wouldn't lie to people. No, if you zoom out on the fucking map of the thing they had to go through, all the rooms, he always said, the choice is yours and yours alone on which way you take. He gave them a route. And if you look at the map of the temple, the route to get to whatever he said to get to that he gave them is always the longest route. And 90% of these kids are asshole idiots who go the way he tells them to go. Well, and he's not they lying to them. And they don't he, make it. He told them the choice is theirs. Yeah, but don't say this is a suggested route. That's the worst navigation system of all time. But that's not a lie. It's not a lie, I guess. I guess technically it's not a lie. You're a goddamn lawyer piece of shit. No, Olmec never lied. That's not a lie. I guess you're right. If he would have said, if he would have said this is the best way, or if he would have said this is the only way... He's, yeah. he's the worst. Yeah, so you get these these impressionable children that go in there and follow his route, and they don't make it. And then well, that's their Every fault. now and then, though, every now and then, a kid would come on that show, and he would say, which way to go? And the kid would be smart enough to ignore him and go the other way, and they'd win that show in a heartbeat. Well, that's, like, the kid's fault, because that show was on TV. It, was, it was swept the nation. You would be able to know if Olmec was bullshitting you or not. Well, also, I think another issue with that is because Olmec would give you the long way, and if you're a kid on that show, 
you finally get to go in this fucking temple. I feel like children no longer care about the prize because all you have to do is go in that temple, which is what your dream's been since the show aired. You want to be in the temple. And now you're in the temple, don't you want to go in as many rooms as possible? I always wanted to go into the room of the silver monkey. I figured you were going to say that. Why? Because everybody remembers the shrine of the silver monkey. That was great. But uh, somebody was on this show talking about this with me once. And how... Or maybe it wasn't on the show. Maybe I was just talking to somebody. How the kids are stupid because it was a three-piece puzzle. And they always struggled to put it together. It wasn't that hard. No, it was literally... The legs, the torso, and the head of a monkey. And these fucking kids couldn't put it together the right way. Yeah, but, like, you're not under the stress. You don't have, like, temple guards running after you. Like, it's it's stressful in the temple. The temple guards, uh... Were terrifying? I would have punched them. Yeah. I kind of want a statue of Olmec in my house. Like, that'd be pretty awesome. Well, if you set up your make millions of dollars, we could get you a statue of Omega. Because I'm, I'm just good at heavens. Yeah, people would come over to my house constantly. Not if I had a statue you. You're going to use your money as an investment. You're going to invest in me. <laughs> I'm investing in you. You're going to invest in Gris Corp. In and we're going to take. Yeah, because this show is going to go from a. podcast to a because that's always been my dream again I started podcasting you should really watch that movie i told you about on yesterday's episode i'm gonna be the, the other next, episode i'm gonna be the next conan o'brien recorded yeah. oh well you know the weekend well not yesterday uh, it's friday yeah on friday's Today's episode Monday, where i talked to you about the man who would be polka king i think you might be inspired by his scheme Yeah, I, on the air, on the way back. I might actually Iceland. watch that, Gabe. I, I'm you. Wait, what? I'm losing you, bud. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Gabe, if I have time, I'm going to get in touch with you again about another recording potentially, okay. or maybe doing more for today's episode. But right now, I need to go swim in some hot springs and see if I can check out these northern lights everyone keeps talking yeah. about. Uh, go go find me an elf or something. Troll. I'm more interested also, in trolls. Also, if you don't take a picture of yourself with a giant viking helmet, I'll be really upset. If I find a giant viking helmet, I will 100% take you a picture of it. Alright, Gabe, thanks for coming on. I will talk to you again before I get back from Iceland, or I'll talk to you back when I get back from Iceland. Everybody else, I just want to take this moment here to remind everyone to eat Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson. Because even here in Iceland, I brought some on my check bag with me. Because I can't go a day without my delicious, quick, and easy meal, Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson. You get them at your local supermarket in the frozen food aisle. Boom, five to ten minutes, it's done. Quick, easy, you're full. Cleanup is a breeze. You don't have dirty dishes to do. So go down to your local supermarket, pick up Hungry Man Frozen Dinners by Swanson. Get yourself packed with protein and full. And don't be a hungry man. Eat the hungry man. All right. Thanks for having me on. Gabe, I...
I will talk to you next time, or I'll see you next time. Grizz in his car, driving home. Part of the Kayfabe Only Brother Podcast Network.